I don't actually know how else to describe this human being than as an artist. He is a true artist in every sense of word. He is a makeup artist and he is a photographer and he marries. I, I don't actually know any other makeup artists who are photographers as well, but for me, it makes complete sense because he marries those two worlds so seamlessly that exactly what he's wanting is achieved. And I cannot believe how he transformed me and how he captured me so beautifully for the Boca International Fashion Film Festival, which happened this past weekend. So I want to say a very warm welcome to SJ Fancel. Welcome to Two Oceans Vibe and um, to the studio. It, it is absolutely an honor and a privilege to have you with me today. How are you doing? I'm doing so well today. Thank you so much for inviting me in. I'm so excited to talk to you and just explain a little bit about all the magic that went down at Boca. Yes, I mean, it was filled with magic. First of all, how was the event for you? Because it was quite intense. It was so much, the event. What happened for you? How was your experience? I think it was just like a visual feast, just mm. in terms of the red carpet. I think red carpets are always so fascinating. I feel, I feel like it's such a nice place to see trends and just to see what everyone's wearing and expressing themselves. I think there's not a lot of, lot of opportunities where people can do things like that. And also just the platform where creativity and beauty and talent can just like be celebrated, I think was just, just it was a lovely fusion of all those things that we love as creatives. Absolutely. And you, you helped to get me red carpet ready. Um, t can we just explain what that process is of makeup? You know, because there's so many different guys being on camera with makeup, being for a photo shoot with makeup and then being, um, having natural makeup are very, very different things. And SJ had to kind of combine all three of them for me because I was going to be photographed, I was going to be on camera, and then I obviously needed to look good as well um, in person. So how did you get that balance right? What, are, what is the process there? So the important thing is um, I had a lovely assistant, Andrea, help me for the day. And Andrea's got a lot of experience in, um, she's working in television at the moment. So because our time was limited, I needed an assistant um, and I chose her. She was um, close by and we worked together. Um, and we decided on a look that was still quite dewy, but something that was, that was going to be long lasting, but also not overly powdery. Um, you know, because your outfit was so beautiful and, and that golden glow. So I think the dress already told us where we want to go and also you've got beautiful skin you take care of your skin so flattery that gets you everywhere sj i know like where's, where's, my, where's my goodies where's my goodie bag um so yana your skin was in a really good condition so i think that's already 80 percent of the work that is done um and we just wanted to make it look beautiful and soft and feminine and also you know just celebrate who you are because i find a lot of people when they hit the red carpet often they put on a little bit too much or they change themselves into somebody else. I mean, obviously, if it's a dress-up, you want to do that. But I think it was just emphasizing your natural features and giving you feature-enhancing makeup, but also staying um, in, in tune with the trend for the evening. So skin prep was really important, you know, using something underneath the foundation that is quite simple and does the job. I'm a big believer in less is more. Yes. So not a ton of stuff under the foundation because I always compare it to building a house. So if you have too much stuff underneath the foundation, the house 
won't last. So it's the same with foundation. Keep it simple underneath. Either choose a primer or a moisturizer. But I find a lot of times people, you know, ah. layer layer so much stuff underneath the foundation, and then it like starts slipping off. Um, it starts looking bad. It starts looking patchy. And then just choosing a foundation that really suits your skin tone. So I have to just ask you about that because I did not know that. Because I will always moisturize and then put a primer and then put a foundation. So you saying it's better to rather just use a primer or a foundation like pick one or the other uh, yeah I, I prefer either a primer or a moisturizer a primer I will bring in if the skin needs a little bit of TLC so if you've got some texture issues or if you are very oily um, you know then or you want the makeup to do a specific function that you know the moisturizer is not going to lend itself to then I'll use a primer but um, I find like a moisturizer that has a little bit of like a stickiness to it or tackiness to it um, grabs onto the foundation just just as well perfectly and but what about because one of the reasons why I like a primer well there's two reasons mm. there's certain primers that you can use that um, first of all they make it very smooth it gives you yes. almost that like I know it's, it sounds um, weird but like almost like a silicone mm. finish you know fills in all your pores and yes. and it gives you that like photo finish like photoshop finish sort of smoothness all love which we all love <laughs> of um and then the other thing that um certain primers do is they have an illuminating um substance in them mm. that actually gives you a bit more of a glow so it yes. takes away that kind of flat matte sort of look um, are there moisturizers that would help with that or would you need to stick to a primer to do that well it's like you're saying if you are looking for that like smoothing like um, you know base or primer that is very silicone heavy so that's basically why it smooths out your okay. pores um, and that's why that like when you use that I'll only use that underneath the skin because it will just smooth out the skin and then I tend to mix the illuminating highlighter inside or the illuminating primer inside of the foundation ah, so your foundation has its own glow tip. and then at the end you can just dab a little bit on the planes where the light will naturally hit your face will naturally hit your face mm. so I think that uh, that brings up an amazing point because what we need to do girls and boys is have our skin in good condition mm. before the event and so it's wonderful if the week of the event you can do something like a moisturizing mask you can do something that really gets your skin feeling good and feeling clear if you've got a breakout make sure that you are doing something with tea tree oil to kind of counterbalance um, the breakout but prep your skin a few days before leading up to the event a lot of people kind of go oh no it's fine I got a makeup artist and then they can just fix everything listen these these guys are geniuses trust me I know they have done amazing things with me but still your skin being in great condition will make a profound difference and make it so much easier for your makeup artist to do a phenomenal job yes yeah, no, it definitely makes a difference. Um, one of my uh, DIY tricks that I always like doing is um, the biggest problem I find with foundation is people's uh, skins are dehydrated, and there's a big difference between having dehydrated skin and, you know, you can have oily skin and it can be dehydrated at the same time. So it's important to understand, you know, the type of skin you have because it also fluctuates and changes yes. as you get older. So a lot of people think they're oily, but then they're also dehydrated at the same time. Mm. So they tend to 
want to mattify but the skin is actually thirsty and it's making more oil to compensate for the fact that it needs moisture yes. and we are so obsessed with like stripping it away get rid of the oil mm. where your skin is like sending your message and it's like listen I'm making some good oil here for you yes. and if you strip this I'm gonna make even more for mm. you so one of my favorite tips as well is when people have like dry flaky or patchy skin is an aspirin mask an aspirin mask how do we make such a thing so <laughs> i usually I, I did it actually before i i went to boca the night before so it's something i wouldn't do every day um it's it's um because aspirin has salicylic acid inside of it so it's an exfoliating agent so i pop like three disprint tablets into a little bit of water make a little bit of a paste and i put it on my skin let it sit for like a, bit, a few minutes and then i just gently wash it off um, in the shower or, um, and it gently exfoliates the skin and the salicylic acid just smooths away some of the dead skin flakes. Amazing. Um, yeah, because I find <gasps> people scrubbing with um, hectic face scrubs. I just, I, if I see those scrubs on this in the store, I just, I'm, I'm dying on the inside. I'm like, your poor paws, don't Yo, do it. Don't do it, don't, don't do, do it. it, don't do it. <laughs> oh, that is, I mean, the, that is such a great tip, like just on its own. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody knows today I've got um, so many people coming into studio, so I'm going to keep SG with me for another five minutes and then we're going to take a break and then we're going to have Mzukizi from Imprint in studio. But before I let you go, SJ, mm. I want to just find out, um, you know, some people, I had quite a shimmery look. I, I looked like, people kept saying, oh my God, you look like a golden goddess. You look like the sun, you know, <laughs> and, um, and you achieved that look in such a great balanced way because too much shimmer on camera can just go so so wrong what are the tips for people who want to have that shimmery kind of look but still want to be subtle enough that they can go on camera and not and it doesn't wipe out the look yeah of course you know you don't, you don't want to be someone where they're like okay we can switch off the lights you know she'll lit up the whole place <laughs> Um, so there is that fine line, but I find like diffusing your illuminator with a body moisturizer works really, really well because then the particles, they, um, they can actually be diffused a little bit and also using a very fine illuminator, you know, something that's not chunky um, and then just mixing that in. So there's a, quite a few amazing brands that do very soft um, liquid highlighters and then you mix that into your body moisturizer and you just place it on the places like we mentioned earlier. Where, yes. the, where the light would naturally hit your collarbones and your shoulders. And, and then obviously with your eyeshadows, you wouldn't go into heavy glitters and that sort of thing. It would be something with more of a fine shimmer in it. Yes, definitely. Um, metallics are quite big at the moment, so something with a bit of a metallic sheen. Um, and I think also there's that, that belief that when, when you reach a certain age, glitter fades. You're not allowed to touch glitter anymore. But that's when you turn to mature glitter, you know, and they, you know, there's <laughs> different that. types of glitter. So you can definitely go for it, but it's a more like a micro fine type glitter. So it's almost like an iridescent. It looks like sparkling water. Yes. Something, you know, in that line. So glitter can be everybody's friend. There's just different types of glitter for different age groups. Different age groups. I think that rough tongue um, would be oh. jumping up and down going, yes, SJ, yes. Bring, bring back glitter. Bring back glitter. Because they are all about the sparkle. Um, SJ, thank you so much for that. I think that those were great tips. And you're not going away, so don't worry, guys. SJ is not going away. I am bringing him back.